0: To the athletes in motion podcast from race to recovery with your hosts tom regal and kenny bailey Hey, Tell me how are you? I'm fantastic Kenny. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. So, today's one of our aim sprint episodes yep. where we take a topic, kind of just dig into it for a little bit and the topic I want to dig into is around data. Yeah. So, um I love data. Data for me is something that I crave. So, I have uh, goggles that do a heads up display that gather smart data. goggles, smart goggles. <laughs> uh, I have a Garmin watch that I, uh, live by. I have, uh, data on my bike. Um, you can now get data, which I don't do, but you can do data to sleep, right? Yep. So aura rings and other things to check your sleep, check your breathing, check your resting heart rate. Uh, I know people that actually buy, uh, the spirometers to check, um, yep. for oxygen levels First and wake the up, for, wake up in the morning and yeah. check your blood pressure. Yeah. um, There's a skin patches, a couple skin patches that are now new one that's just out. Yep, doing hydration tracks your hydration while you're training. Fantastic. Yeah. Then there becomes a problem. There's a, (laughs) and this is kind of what we want to talk about today. Is sort of there's data overload. There's too much. We um, maybe as endurance athletes as uh, just as normal people. Right. I have a we have a friend of ours that uh, uh, if she doesn't get her ten thousand steps in that day, she doesn't feel like her day's complete. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think data is fantastic to have to try to figure out sort of major issues, but I think there's a problem where people start relying on data so much that they're, they they forgot about what they call RPE or rate of perceived effort. Yes. Yeah. It feels like um, that we forgot how it feels like to feel. <laughs> yeah. I think we, did, we detach ourselves from that
1: in, yes. in a big way because there's so much data. If I looked at my Garmin watch over the last month and a half of training – everything whether i was walking the dog or actually physically training for yeah. something it was unproductive yes now it's stepped up to maintaining i don't know what that means i'm you know i'm guessing my zones are off yeah. i just haven't i yeah. just i just capture the data so i can look at it afterwards but it's gotten insane because you have to run with your phone now you have to yeah. have your phone all the time so you can watch your real time data right i haven't found anyone that really can explain what heart rate variability is. <laughs> but they track that number. Exactly. Right? And, they, and they, think they're, they think they're working on that, but they, you know, they yeah. come to me like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. It's yeah, I, like, I was going to talk to you about my SWOL score. I have, <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk to you about that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's gotten to a point where it's just, I mean, I think we need to, it's great. Yeah. And I'm really excited about the hydration one. Um, we might do a whole little, little yeah, podcast on that just because the company, Nix, that came out that, that did this is is neat. And I have one. I'm going to test it Very cool. Um, so we can, we can see what it's doing. But once again, you have to have your phone with you mm-hmm. because you can drink and then you can add to it, right? That's oh, I funny. took in six ounces. Okay. And then it recalculates yeah. and it bases your your sweat rate. Um, it's awesome. It's good data to have, but we need to, we need to get back in touch with our rate a rate of perceived exertion. Yeah. And I think
0: uh, to give you an example, right. So my first half Ironman that I did was in Muncie. Yeah. Um, I wanted to stick between 160 and 180 Watts on Mm -hmm. the bike. Yeah. Um, despite how I felt right. It, yeah, I didn't, you know, (laughs) just, it was a number that I was supposed to get within a range. So I went out on a bike between 160, 180 Watts, absolutely blew myself up because I, I stopped drinking fluids because I, I figured a little bit of, uh, a little bit of nutrition is good. A lot of nutrition must be better. (laughs) And so now I was just drinking like liquid goo, not actual water. So I just stopped drinking. So what I did is I turned off my brain that would actually think and thought, oh, I'm just going to stick to a number, blew myself up and ended up walking half of the half marathon because I was just absolutely toasted. I mean, I got off the bike going, oh my, oh, I've got a half marathon to run and I'm yeah, you're bloated like and just yeah, I'm, like, just, I'm all dehydrated. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's just everything was bad yeah. because I stuck to because I stuck to a number. Yeah, and I know as uh, and, you know, your coach, you, you, you have to put data and you have to put numbers in so you can kind of get a sense of what's going yes. on. Right? We
1: have to look at the data, but we need a perspective on it.
0: Yeah. So, and as a as a person that you know watches this stuff. You know, I remember I, I got a, a training, I don't, this is years ago, but I got a training log coming in that says, you know, okay, welcome, we're going to start up your up your Ironman distance, we're going to get ready to go, yeah. your first swim is going to be like 3,500 yards, and I'm like, <laughs> I haven't swam in <laughs> like four months, yeah. and I was pissed, not at, at it was 30, oh, I was mad at that, but I knew I wasn't going to hit that number, like, yeah. I just knew it, and so yeah. my day was ruined based on a number of that was just artificially put on a, on a yeah. training plan yeah. that I didn't hit. Yeah. So that day I was pissy all day because I did like 1200 and I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to hit the 35. I'm just going to go do a little bit and be yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, But it ruined it, right? It yeah. Ruined the, it mentally checked you out of the exactly. workout before and you And then the, the got week the I'm week. like, well, what's the rest of the week going to look like? Yeah. you know, anyway, so, yeah. so, so it, as a coach, how do you, how do you take data in and what do you, what do you want and what don't you
1: want? It's. I like to look at the data, but I try to tie it to the rate of perceived exertion so that I don't want you as an athlete staring at your power meter, unless we're doing specific workouts, right? There's specific workouts that we want you to be at certain targets, right? But for 80% of the time, I want you out there going and I want you to tell me how you feel. And then I'm going to look at the data that's captured afterwards. and I'm going to say, okay, he's saying he feels like crap. But his data says that he's doing okay, so mm-hmm. we, we we know we're okay if he says he 's doing good and the data's off it 's backwards then we it starts to give us ideas that maybe you're overstressed or overtrained. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives us hints for things like that, but it's nice to have little targets to get to yep. but and certainly, you want to do all of that before you get into a race and have your targets right We want to know what your sweat rate is we want yep. to be able to do that um, but we need to we need to look at individually, and then we need to look at it in perspective in the big, in the mm-hmm. big picture. But ultimately, if, if your numbers are slightly up, but you feel really good, then, you know, was it the environment? Was mm-hmm. it the day? Was it the wind? Yeah. All of that kind of comes into play. And it's nice to have the data to kind of refer back to, but to, to have you just stare at that workout and just do that takes kind of the fun out of it. I mean, you, yeah. need to, you need to look around and enjoy yourself. If you're not yes. enjoying yourself, then we're doing this wrong. Right. None of us are getting paid for it. Like unless you're a professional, then yeah, don't enjoy yourself. Just crush it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Get out there. You got to earn your paycheck. The rest of us are just kind of we're just going along just to have some fun and challenge yeah. ourselves. So we need to, to push ourselves, but we need to we need to back some of that data off sure. and not
0: not add to our stress by staring at the data. Yeah. So explain to folks what RPE is. Then.
1: So your rate of perceived exertion should be it's based on a, a scale of one to ten uh 10 being you absolutely are just going dizzy and falling over a yeah. 5 is you can have a conversation so a 5 is a nice easy zone 2 mm-hmm. you're cruising along your heart rate's very very mild it's like 80% of your workout should be kind of in this zone where you can have a conversation while you're yeah. running or riding um not swimming. Don't have a conversation <laughs> when you're swimming. Please don't. That would be dangerous. Uh, but basically, you're just in an easy mode, and then as you bump up, it, it, it gets yeah. worse. So if you're an RPE of 8, uh, then you're having not a full sentence, but chunks. Yeah. Uh, 9, you're getting a couple words out. Like I said, 10, you're probably cross-eyed at this point, and, yeah. it, and very few of our workouts actually take you to a 10 because that's almost pass-out level. Yeah. Uh, so your your interval should be pushing you to an 8, maybe a 9, yeah. uh, and you're only there for certain points, and you're coming back down again. So we call those over-unders as well so you set your threshold level um and then from there you can base your your power on the bike or you can make your your heart rate uh for running and go through that
0: yeah and and i think that's a um unfortunately it's a it's a it's not a hard data right it's what your perception is of how you feel yes but it's a it's a data point nonetheless yes right and i think that's the part where um, by no means am I saying throw away data. I think on a fun day you should throw away your data. Right? Yeah. You should run without a watch once yeah. in a while. Um, you should ride a bike. Absolutely.
1: A yeah. Yeah. We definitely like to put those in. But here, here's an interesting one. So, um, To was racing Miami the seventy point three, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and he wasn't feeling good. So his his rate of perceived exertion was was off. His body felt off. Mm. But he was still pushing 340 <laughs> watts on the bike. So he's cruising along. Well, it turns out that he's having a massive heart attack while he's actually doing this thing. So, you know, yeah. listen to your body. Yeah. I mean, listen listen and go, well, yeah. I, if I feel that bad and he felt that bad yeah. and he was still able to finish the bike, finish the run. Right. Yeah. And then still felt like crap yeah. and took himself to the hospital. And it turns out he was having a massive heart attack. So yeah. it would have been like any, the rest of us, we wouldn't have made it through the bike. We would have died.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, uh, yeah, that's so an extreme example. That's but, an
1: extreme example. But listen to your body in the sense that yeah. like, if you feel absolutely horrible, we need to look at the data. We need to go sure. back and, and refer to that and say, hey, maybe, maybe we need some days off or in the middle of the race, you have to, you know, make a decision on that.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what's, um. I mean, I, to me, it's sort of like data is incredibly important to make sure you understand what's going on. Data is incredibly important to during training to see where you're at, but in race day, you know, it it is absolutely, to me, I tip over on RPE because there's so many variables that's going on that day. Um, you know, I did California, right? Yeah. Um, and that's a whole different state. I'm sitting here in Tennessee trying to figure out what California is going to feel like. I had no idea what the river is going to feel like. I had no idea what the temperature is going to be like. Yeah. Um, the hydration, the wind was ridiculous that day. I mean, all sorts of stuff that goes on. And if I stared at my data the whole time, you know, it That'd would have been a different race. I yeah. mean, to me, it's it becomes a secondary thing, important, right? I want to see, um, you know, I want to see sort of what's going on and, and see the time. And you know, okay, I think it's about an hour and a half. I need to yeah. start refueling that kind of thing. But yeah. it's it's how I'm feeling during the race is going to decide how that race goes.
1: Yeah, that's ultimately what's going to want to be there.
0: Yeah. So and it's
1: and it's good to have the data. We. Definitely like the data, but we just need to detach from it. I think a little. Yeah, and I think that's
0: I think that's a key message for today is is to just um, you know you once in a while when you do your run or if you're on your bike you know put your your whatever data device, put it in your back pocket, yeah. go do it. And then look at it afterwards. You may be surprised. You may yeah. be surprised that your heart rate's not where it was. It's lower. You may be surprised your speed. You might've went a little faster than you thought because exactly. you were able to, you know, exactly. cruise along and get into his own and not yeah, worry about it. Exactly. Yeah. Cause your watches, you know, like my watch will beep if I'm at a certain heartbeat or my yeah, yeah, watch yeah. will beep at a certain distance. And yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah. checking my watch <laughs> at the end of the mile marker to see if that's fast enough. And yeah. I like, oh, geez, I got to go faster. Yeah. It's always, I got to go faster. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just put it away and just kind of enjoy it. You yeah. know, data is good when you need it, yeah. but it's it's. I think it's becoming a little too much about everything. It's,
1: it's we can we can certainly make it overkill.
0: Yeah, we can certainly make it
1: overkill overkill. So we need to use it as a tool. But not get so buried in it that we're just, we're missing the bigger picture. Yep. So, so there you go. go. So cool. So I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we've got a few more of these coming up that we're mixing in and Mm -hmm. doing some stuff. So we want to thank the, uh, the coffee, the coffee house here at second and bridge. Um, that's where we're at. Um, we, we love this place. Uh, enjoy the coffee. The food's good too. Absolutely. Um, Please reach out and give us comments mm-hmm. and uh, all of that good stuff. Uh, five stars, thumbs up. Uh, we've got links down below to the website. We've got some fun stuff coming up this year. Yes, we're we pumping this one out yet. Yeah. You want to? You want to tell them about the, the the rebranding we're doing? Yes. So um,
0: we have got ourselves a brand new brand. So you might have noticed when this podcast popped up that yep. it looked a little different. So yep. hope you like it. Give us some feedback. Absolutely. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. We yeah. uh, we spent a couple of weeks on just sort of a brand exercise with a with an online, uh, website they had a whole bunch of artists come in and be able to bid on the on the brand we had a ton of fun doing yeah, it. yeah it was cool and uh, we it's think it was a cool came the great brand so yeah I'd love to get your feedback on that yes please
1: uh, give us some comments uh, if you're watching this on YouTube comment down below um, we'll have some links in there we have a new website that'll be coming up soon mm-hmm. uh, if not when this episode is up it'll be shortly after which we'll have a little bit more uh, ways for you to comment and mm-hmm. get back to us. so we're trying to open that up so we get more community and we get more uh, comments coming it will be a Facebook page um, and we'll probably we start a Facebook group inside of that as well. So we just want to get the conversation going. We want to hear what you feel. Yeah. Uh, so please reach out to us, uh, let us know. And uh, that's it. Thanks, Kenny. And Thank you, uh, until the next time, we'll catch you on the next one.